Tuesday the 12th of December 2023, just in case you forgot what year it was, we're doing the Tahi, Sotomaru and Evie. Hey. <laughs> Inching towards Christmas, slowly but surely, the inevitable is coming, but also more importantly, Evie's birthday. It is my birthday in two days. The next show will be my birthday. Be Evie's birthday. So if you thought, oh man, I'm really looking forward to something happening on Thursday... It's gonna be it's gonna be all Evie's birthday. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna talk about anything else. Well, we might talk about some anime or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got I got some new anime thoughts actually. Nice. Some real fresh anime thoughts. Mm. Jujutsu Kaisen new episode over the weekend. Oof. Mm. Oof. It's crazy out there. But you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait for Thursday because. Do you um? Are you like a birthday week kind of gal oh or yeah you, yeah okay. oh yeah oh right. uh, yeah i mean like here's the thing with birthday week is it's like i i think that people who go birthday month need to calm down and need mm. you're not kim kardashian like chill out but like birthday week is more just like you know like most people can't celebrate on the actual birthday or like you know i've got to see my family on this day and my friends on this other day or mm. whatever whatever so you kind of got to do birthday week just to make it like Oh, I'll see you on Tuesday. It still counts mm. as seeing you for your birthday, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, birthday week, it's on. How do we uh, define where, like, a birthday week might be getting too much, though? Oh, we're not celebrating every night. Okay. I'm not right. getting a present every day. It's more to just make other people okay with seeing you when they can see you rather than, like, oh, I can't actually come on your actual birthday. Oh, okay. But I am free on Sunday. Mm. So then you do another birthday thing on the Sunday. So therefore, it's birthday week. Do you know what I mean? I am see. I making sense? Am I making sense? I think so. I think so. I, I, I'm starting to understand. Girl math of birthdays. <laughs> Girl math of birthdays. <laughs> I hope I get a PS5. <laughs> PlayStation. Is that what you're hoping for for your birthday? I am desperately hoping for a PS5. I just want a PS5. Mm. And I was watching all these like these things are coming up on my algorithm because I keep talking about the PS5. Mm. But the things coming up are like girls buying their boyfriends a PS5, and then them the boyfriends buying the girlfriends like a Dyson Airwrap. Mm. I already got Dyson Airwrap. My boyfriend already got me that. Okay. Sucks to be y'all, but my boyfriend got me a Dyson Airwrap. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I really want a PS5 now. <laughs> It's up on the list. It's up on yeah, the list. Yeah, I hope so. I kind of doubt it. Mm. Um, I don't think anyone's going to spend that much money on me, but it'll be cool. It'll um, be cool. We sure as hell aren't. Yeah, I know you I'm sorry. We're yeah, not, that's all good. We're not getting you a PlayStation 5, but we might get you um, a quiche. Yeah, I was going to say, a quiche would be good. Yeah. We yeah. do love a quiche here we on the We do love tahi. a quiche on the yeah. Um Coming up on today's show, we've got some illustrious guests joining us shortly. Psycho Wolf are coming in. Well, one of the members of Psycho Wolf, they're a band. Mm. One guy from the band coming in. And what's his name? Uh, his name is Banjo. So good. Yeah. Pretty cool. So good. <laughs> Never met him before, but he seems cool. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> There's plenty of news uh, coming at you uh, from over the weekend. Uh, coming up next, we're going to have Wai Mirirangi join us for your headlines. Kia ora, I'm Waimirirangi and I'm here with your headlines. New Zealand students may be some of the worst behaved in the world. An OECD survey of 15-year-olds gave this country the bottom score among among developed countries for classroom behaviour and one of the worst of the 81 participants participating nations and territories. It found New Zealand teenagers were more likely than others in the OECD to report problems including noise and disorder, distractions from phones and digital devices, and students not listening to their teacher. I'd buy that. Yeah. I'd buy that. My niece is, she's not even a teenager yet. She's, oh man, she's, she's horrid. We don't need to get into what I was yeah. like as a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think any of us need to be held, yeah. 
Yeah. We, we're, we're adults. We've moved on. We've grown. Mm. We've matured. We're no longer teenagers. Thank goodness for the world. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, wind brings down trees in Wellington as heavy rain gales ease. Several trees in the region have been uplifted by winds gusting over 100 kilometres an hour. In the Wellington suburb of, of Calbum, a tree smashed through a roof of a parked car on Upland Road. A man who parked his car on the street he's lived on for a decade went outside yesterday afternoon to find it under a tree. A strong wind warning that was put in place yesterday over the capital um, has now been lifted. And a shocking twist. Wellington was extremely windy. Sucks about that car, though. Oh. I uh, I was shocked the first time I went to Wellington, and I just saw every rubbish bin filled to the brim with umbrellas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, this place... No one has those. Sucks. Yeah, I've never had an umbrella because I just never thought to buy one because I grew up in Wellington. Mm, yeah. So I just don't have one now. That's a good. That feels like a good way to handle business. Yeah, thank you. Oh. Thank you. In nicer news, spectacular meteor shower over Aotearoa this week. It'll be all eyes skyward tonight with a rare meteor shower expected across our night skies. Meteor showers are not uncomfortable uncommon but tonight's event between 8pm to 12.30am promises to be unique. Otago University geologist Professor James Scott told RNZ Afternoons New Zealand is in the prime place to see the first meteor shower associated with the comet 46P. He says this particular comet passed pretty close to Jupiter in the 70s and that knocked off a load of um, debris debris (laughs) and this is the first time the debris intercepts Earth's orbit. What was the name of the meteor again? 46P. Lame. I know, they could have named it something cooler. What was the, it was like Julie's Comet or something like that? What was oh, the, yeah. One, one back in the 70s or so? Um, way before my time, Julie's Comet is not the name of it. But yeah. I just feel like, I feel like we should, we, d- hurricanes have cool names. Yeah, mm, I would have just looked up and thought it was Starlink if Mitty hadn't yeah. read up that. I've been like, whoa, there it goes. <laughs> I already have an existential crisis. And, yeah, good. And, and felt like I was going to die. Okay. Inevitable doom. Okay. A, 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 a sense of impending doom, if I may. Okay. Uh, MF doom. MF doom. All caps <laughs> when you spell the man's name. Um, Kira Sherwood O'Regan, top woman, not far down the BBC's list of 100 women for 2023, is 31-year-old Christchurch-based Indigenous rights and disability activist Kira Sherwood O'Regan, nor Kaitahu. Um, Kira is the co-founder of Activate, a social impact agency intent on... Agency intent on climate justice and creating social change. Kira's practice is grounded in Teo Māori approach to the mainstream climate conversation. She argues minorities are, are the most affected by climate change, but can make a big difference in the fight against it. Should have been higher on that list. <laughs> I on BBC's list of a hundred women. Mm-hmm. There's not even saying like a hundred like great women. Great, it's just here's a hundred women. Name a woman. <laughs> Name a woman. Megan Thee Stallion. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Google one from New Zealand. <laughs> she should have been higher on that list. Yeah. I, I don't think. What was she like? 30? 30. 30. 31. Nah, she should have been. Good. It's good, yeah. but she should have been higher on that list. Look, That's, I don't know who else is on the list, so I'm just going to throw no opinion into that. <laughs> True. Yeah, there could be. But yeah, congratulations, Kira. And those are all your headlines. Thanks, Mitty. Actually, not as depressing as I thought the news would be today. Yeah, yeah. well, it's because Mitty reads it. So I, that's I, I do appreciate the, I try to pick the nice bits. Yeah. <laughs> what were the not so nice ones you didn't pick? Oh, do we want to? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs>
I have beef to pick with whoever it is that makes the clocks on washer dryers. I love the specific, specific, specific. I get, I get now I'm now specificity. Spec- it might be a word. It's very specific. <laughs> it ruined the whole thing. <laughs> My anyway. beef with them is because I put right like on Friday. I was planning out my evening and I was like, all right, if I put this load of washing on and just I'm just going to run it on express, it says that it's going to be 12 minutes on the washing machine and then I'll bang it into the dryer and the dryer says it's going to be two hours. I was like, I'll have an outfit for Friday night and I won't have to do any washing Saturday morning. You know how when you like put a load of washing on, but then you can't dry it at night and then you're like, oh, I'm going to have to rewash this in the morning so that it's not all musty. And I was like, I really just need this all to go well. Express wash is not 12 minutes. It's like 30. No. Right. So I don't know why it says 12 on the air. And then I don't know why the dryer says two hours. It took, it was going for like four hours Mm. and I just turned it off because I was like, I'm just going to hang this out overnight. I don't want to leave this on while I'm out. I don't want to leave this on overnight. I was just like, I don't want to. Who made, made the clocks? I don't know, ma'am. You've been betrayed by technology once again. It's like iRobot. It's just like iRobot. Um, my washing machine does the same thing. Oh, mine's a washer and dryer, like, combined, mm. oh. which I don't recommend. And then yeah. I, like, chuck everything in, and it will be, like, seven hours. And I'm like, man, I don't have that sort of time. Right? Like, You're like, like, oh, yeah. World's ending, man. I don't have seven hours to do my laundry. Like, Eco mode is like, oh, yeah, look, I know your washing usually takes an hour, but this is going to take four. And it's like. For who? What? We were talking about this yesterday and Wamari he goes, what does the washing machine have to gain from lying about the time? What does it what does it have to like why why can't it just be honest with me? So I, I can plan like, out my days and also, can I just throw this into the rink? I can play the fucking national anthem on my oh, washing machine, but it can't wash in twelve minutes. Um, my one can only play the Korean national anthem. <laughs> oh, you, you're an import. You got an import. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. It's yep. just like it like kinda cracks me up because it's like they want you to think better of the product. You're like, wow, what an amazing product. It only takes 12 minutes, but it doesn't. It's just lying to your face. I just don't get it. Can't like, trust why, anyone these days. Why can't it? Just tell me the God honest truth of how long it's going to... And if it doesn't, no, just tell me that. Just you know tell what? me, uh, look, hey, approx- maybe approximately 30 would be better. Because then I can at least just plan my evening. I mm. don't want I don't want to leave the house with the dryer on. And I don't want to leave it on overnight. I just want to know when it's going to finish. I just absolutely refuse to use a cold source. I hate them. They are the bane of my existence. Mm. If I see one, I'm stressed. And that could be that could be my stuff I got. That could yeah. be my thing. That yep, could be yep, my yep, weird yep, vibes. Yep. It could be whatever I'm dealing with. But I hate them. Mm. You got They're folding them up. Every, stuck on them. And they're like, ah, and they're trying to unpack mm. them. My flatmate put one in the lounge. And I was like, get that out of here. Like, if I can't wake up in the morning and I see a clothes horse, I'm having a terrible day. I hate those things. Ban, yeah. ban the clothes horses. I'd just be flopping stuff over the balcony. Mm. Clothes horses take me back to student accommodation. You know? Oh, ooh, uh, shuddered. Yeah. I just shuddered. Right? I just shuddered. Oh, ooh. my God. Student accom in Wellington because of the, like, the Wellington housing crisis. Mm. Girl, ooh. Some of the flats I lived in when I was a student in Wellington, it's like, absolutely not. I, I just... I just want the clocks to tell the right time. Joining me now on the couch, um, would you say the front man? 
of Psycho Wolf? Yeah. Or I, a man of Psycho yeah, Wolf? Per, person of Psycho Wolf. Person Wait. of Psycho Wolf. Banjo, welcome. Yay. Thanks for having me. Um, first question, Banjo, name from birth or you saw a banjo and were like, yes? Um, name from birth and I hate the instrument. Really? Yeah. Love the name, hate the instrument. Um, yeah. That's so interesting. We're not going to hear any banjos in any Psycho oh, Wolf tracks. Not on purpose. <laughs> our, our producer might slip it in. But... Might accidentally throw one yeah, in Yeah, I've got one, but he, I'm, I'm not letting him near it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, don't even look at it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah Stay yeah, away yeah. from it. So the band name Psycho Wolf, mm-hmm. who is the wolf and what made him Psycho? Tell me a bit about that name. Okay, that's a very good question. The name Psycho Wolf, I had it for a few years before starting the project, it came from, um, so originally with Psycho Wolf, there's two of us, the other one being um, Aiden, who is the producer and um, yeah, does all the things that I can't comprehend doing. And um, we were living in Melbourne and I was um, I would tend to sleep all day and paint all night for a while. Um, and one morning he came into the dining room and I was like, look, I did this wolf painting and it's like all these colours and... It was one of the more planned out paintings I had done. I'm like, and he's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, what do I call it? And he's like, Psycho Wolf. And he walked away. And then I'm like, something just resonated. I probably sat there for a while after that, um, doing absolutely nothing. Um, but then when it came to start a new band, I the name had stuck. So there's not, it's not a, it's not a live wolf, but it's not a dead wolf either. It's just like a imaginary. Like a magic the kid. Like yeah, an imaginary like, friend. It's a wolf. hypothetical wolf. That's, I like that. Yeah, hypothetically, there's a wolf here, and he's hypothetically maybe a psycho. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We we're still out with psycho wolf. The genre, you're playing with genres quite a lot, and I saw a comment on um, YouTube that was like, "If the Strokes and Tame Impala had a baby, <laughs> it would be this band." And I kind of love that, but I want to know what you think of that. Do you agree? Oh, I I love it, but I almost wouldn't, you know, have the goal to put myself next to the two bands. I, I love both those bands so much that um, they I would like to think they hit the nail on the head but I, I that's a bit bold. Yeah, no, the, um, we've had lots of comments on the uh, 80s synths uh, style and like kind of where we get that from and the we don't actually know where we get that from I think that's just like influence from you know our parents' music growing up. And just the vibes, right? Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, it, it's really just in the ether of what you kind of uh, binge listen to, you know, and then like you might forget about the band or whatever, but like you'll kind of hit listen back to an album that you would, you know, frequently listen to when you're, you know, a lot younger and find that, oh, that's where I get that guitar playing yeah. technique from. And it's, it's, it's kind of, it's so weird because I'm noticing it more and more, which has not really been something I've had the ability to kind of listened to before um new single don't sleep don't sleep um tell me about the lyrics you're not sleeping you good uh i i could sleep better um realistically um yeah um i'm i'm i wouldn't say i'm an insomniac but um yeah i'm I'm definitely too stubborn to go to bed usually Mm. um or at a normal time anyway um yeah it's a big problem i have and that's that (laughs) i'm just awake (laughs) i'm awake sometimes until i'm not um, I once slept for 30 hours. Oh, fun fact. wow. Yep. Um, nobody believes me. Um, and fair enough. I believe um, you. Thank you. I needed that. But as far as Don't Sleep lyrically goes, um, that is, it's a hard one for me, to be yeah. honest. It's, um, it's, I think I'll figure out what it is later. I know what it's about, but I don't really know how to verbalize it, apart from those lyrics that are there. 
But that's the beauty of music, right? Exactly. Lyrics were an afterthought, and they almost always are for me because it's about you know creating the vibe and you know as, you know getting the sounds, the synths, and um, you know like we wrote the outro first. Like mm. yeah, we had to build the song up to the outro, and that was a lot of fun too. That was a bit, yeah, it was a, literally a backwards song. Is that how you like making music? You just like kind of get in there, like uh, yeah, I go chaos. I I go I lately I've been doing I kind of do two at once. Like, and I'll just jump between each project, like, literally, like, within the same day, I will go, okay, here's an idea for that, and then there'll be another thing, like, that's that's way too hard, I'm going to put that in a different one, and then I'm jumping between these two sessions throughout the entire day and end up with uh, both done, usually, but only one will tend to use. Uh, a couple of months ago, I did two songs, and one of them I called, um, the first one I did was Loathe, and that's probably not going to get released, but because of that, the second one had to be called Fear. Um, so, Fear and Loathing, even though I hadn't seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it since. I've seen it since. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, I better go watch it. I like, I've written these songs, I've got to go watch it. I literally watched it last week. Is it good? I, I don't know. I don't... Like, like, thoughts? I, you're like... It was a lot. Mm. It was mm. a lot. Man, I actually haven't watched that movie in ages either. Yeah. I can barely remember what happened. There's a lot going on. I couldn't even tell you. I think it was good. Like, I think the plot twist at the end was that Terry Gilliam directed it. <laughs> the music video is really cool as well, though, for Don't Sleep. I like the colours. And also, every there's, a, like, a heavy use of fur coats. You all look really cohesive. Is that important to you, or is it, like, just you just happen to kind of all have a affinity for fur coats? We, I mean, who doesn't have an affinity for fur coats apart from, you know, um, certain people? The fashion side of it's, like, it's fun, and I think it wasn't necessarily a planned out thing. Um, we kind of, because that was, that was actually the second music video we shot that day. Yeah, I was going to say, the two music videos, like, you got two music videos that match quite well. They're, yeah. like, in the same universe. Yeah. But I'm now hearing even the same location. So, yeah. Love it, that. And, it, well, no, the one that we've already released was, so there's one unreleased. Oh. Is, yeah, that's the secret. But, um, there is, that was the second one, so we just kind of, like, winged it, and we shot it a lot like the first, but with the full band now, because we've got the full band. Um, and it was uh, edited by the same um, guy, so that was like, but he wanted to like level it up as like it kind of evolved as we did, um, which was a lot of fun. Um, selecting the band members that you know, because like me and Aiden have been writing all this stuff for a you know a year, two, a couple of years now, and basically you know getting the musicians to suit that, and that wasn't about fashion, but because we all vibe the same, it kind of you know it's self-explanatory in a way like kind of shows it which is a lot of fun tell me about what's it scallywag records Mm. tell me a bit about that because it's local and um they also made the video with you and everything like that i'm quite interested to hear about it so scallywag records um is mostly aiden um that's his uh scallywag records is mostly aiden well i mean like i could say it's aiden and myself but shout outs to aiden shout outs to aiden the music genius He's, uh, yeah, so he runs Skellyweg Records. He's, um, he's been doing that for a couple of years and he's, he's killing it. He's doing some really cool stuff. I help out where I can, um, occasionally co-produce, but yeah, so we've had bands come in like, uh, Sketch Hiker and I feel, I actually, I probably shouldn't remember, I shouldn't mention the others yet because yeah. they're yet to, you know, i got yeah. some secrets. Big things coming, big things Oh yeah, big things coming. Some to do with me, some nothing to do with me. Um, and yeah, no, so, and we do... We do a bunch of stuff um, with Scallywags. Um, we've also we also do the live rooms, 
which we've just finished season two of. Cool. Um, which is like, we get abandoned for a day and we get them to play a song live. We record it all, you know, as high end as possible. And I will often, not always, interview them. That's awesome. Did you create, well, you and Aiden, was Scullywag Records sort of created because you felt like there was a gap where like music that you're making and like rock music maybe isn't getting supported or was it more just like we want to do our own thing? More so the doing our own thing. I think moving back here from Australia, we were, it was easy to spot there was a gap, but we weren't so like, um, you know, we didn't think we could do anything about it. We weren't going to try and, you know, uh, change or fix anything, but we have always just continued to do what we are going to do. It, it, it seemed like it seemed like the natural progression to um, start doing that, and I guess it was always Aiden's dream. But yeah, so helping him accomplish that is a lot of fun. I love. All, we're shouting out to Aiden. Like well, shout outs to Aiden. Like, yeah, like, like, that's, I think that's enough shout outs for Aiden. Like, <laughs> enough lo- about that guy. Love you, bro. But like, that's enough. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Um, so you used to be in a band called Black Alpine, which was very much like very classic rock vibes. Yeah. Um, if, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no. Um, like classic rock vibes, and now with Psycho Wolf, like it's very much, it's more electronic, it's a bit more like, it's a bit sparklier, I suppose. Yeah, no, true. What sort of inspired that change? Because it is a reasonably dramatic difference. So when I was in Black Alpine, it was a lot of fun for a while, for a long time, really. I was in that band for about oh maybe seven or so years I think I could be wrong I, let's say seven <laughs> and um, I think that with doing the classic rock thing it's it's a lot of fun if there's you know a scene for it if there's a you know if there's if the energy's there um, not to be all like you know happy about it but like you know if it, it's very easy for nobody to care and also you can get you know if you set it to classic rock, that's like a, you know, that's a time and place. That's, you know, like it's an era, essentially. It's not like, you know, it's a genre, but like to do it in a modern sense is difficult. There's a lot of limitations that if you, you know, in the group that I was in, we, um, people would put too many, you know, rules on it for when it comes to writing. So there's no exploration. There's no experimenting. There's no, like, you know, we couldn't really you know, go that far with it. Um, it's very limited and especially playing bass in that band, the, that's all you can do is just like, oh, okay, cool. What's A C D C Exactly. It's just like don't care. Like Um Yeah, so after that it was like, okay, well I started writing I even started pitching some of these songs. Well not the ones that we've released at Cycle but like I was I got more and more into writing and um I joined another rock band over there, which was like more experimental still, um, even though it just sounded like a bad Guns N' Roses. Uh, <laughs> throw them under the bus. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, with that, it was just like, you know, there was a lot more. I know I, I got to explore a lot with that band. So then, and if Blake Alpine weren't taking my uh, song ideas uh, too seriously or just too often, then I, I, I lost. Uh, I, I stopped having fun. Yeah, um, no, nah, you've got to be creatively fulfilled. I feel like that's quite a common, yeah, common thing that I hear from people is that they they they're part of a project and they don't get to sort of 
try something new and like flourish so then that's the time where people start their own projects you know exactly and if you can do both cool if, yeah if your heart's busy not day in, yeah. busy day but that's all right if your heart's not in the you know a project then why do it you know like mm. um it's you end up with a lot of i don't i have no regrets really but i think that i there would be, there would have been a lot of wasted um time if i were to dissect it like that but mm. yeah no regrets. No regret. No regrets. Fear and love. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> um, congratulations, though, Psycho Wolf. Thanks so much. I love it. I think it's incredible. Um, anyone who hasn't gone and checked out the video or going to listen to the music, just type in Psycho Wolf in caps on YouTube, and the latest song is called Don't Sleep. Problem gambling groups are worried about loot boxes and games here in Aotearoa after statistics of teenagers gambling have gone up. Um, it's, I mean, like, we've all, we've all, we've all played a game with a loot box, right? Like, FIFA has them, um, Counter-Strike has them, I'm pretty sure Fortnite has them. Mm. Um, they're pretty normal these days, those microtransactions, a little loot box. Yeah. Basically, you pay a little bit of money, and you get a little surprise box, and you don't know what's going to be in it, and you're like, ooh, so it's, like, reminiscent of gambling. Mm. Uh, here at RNZ, Luke Foreman, one of, Luca Foreman. Sorry, Luca. One of our journalists uh, spoke to a Kiwi gamer who said he spent about $16,000 on loot boxes. And he obviously feels quite stressed out about that. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Um, but, yeah, problem gambling groups are concerned that these loot boxes are directly leading teenagers, particularly teenage boys, into gambling online mm. outside of these games just on gambling apps or, or websites. And I don't know heaps about this. My biggest experience with um, gaming slash gambling was, do you guys remember in Pokemon Silver, we go to the little little gambling place, try mm. win a Dratini. They played a really awesome little song, and I really liked that little song. So I'm sitting there. I, I was straight up addicted to that. Mm. But mm. that's my that's my experience with it. I'm I don't know. What do you guys think about? What do you think about loot boxes? I think the EU actually banned them, didn't they? Mm. Oh, really? The EU actually, uh, I think this was around the time of, like, when it picked up in Fortnite, Call of Duty, and Counter-Strike, the EU actually, like, moved to ban them because they were, like, they very quickly were, like, this is gambling. We mm. can't we can't condone this type of thing. So they actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure they banned them. I, I, don't quote me on that, but I'm almost certain they did or they're trying to at the moment. I mean... I'm sure a lot of people are trying to ban them. Yeah. I think it's like, like it's it's interesting for me because like people who are a bit younger, they've only ever had games that have mm. that aspect to it. Whereas like we never had that. There's no microtransactions in God of War One. Mm. You just play the game. Mm. Also, you just buy it one time and then you have it on a disc and you don't do anything else. There's no updates or patches or whatever, whatever. That's what I remember. My, there is a there is a stark difference between microtransactions and gambling though like loot boxes oh, really? like you can you can use money in a currency in a game to just buy apparel and things like that but you know what you're purchasing mm. Mm. the difference is a lot of these things like counter-strike and stuff like that you pay for a box that potentially has so many items in it and you're hoping to get one of those items and there's like um, rare items you could win or whatever yeah, oh, yeah. like um, the dratini yeah. and, and pokemon silver call uh counter-strike in particular is one of those ones where um certain skins can sell for millions of dollars like gamers actually pay real money for some of these skins so you, the idea being like these kids are like well if i spend a hundred bucks on this loot box i might get this this skin for a gun that could be worth five hundred thousand dollars and then i've made all this profit so they 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 look at it like it's an investment but it is 
Man, it's we got to do something about this crypto, this investment, this like every 17-year-old boy, mm. the algorithm's like, you need to hustle, you need to have passive income, you need <laughs> to invest. And it's like, don't invest in a skin on Call of Duty, mm. unless it's yeah. the Nicki Minaj one. Is that on Call of Duty who can play as Nicki Minaj? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's sick. Not a, that's, that's not a loot box. That's out of the conversation because that's sick. Yep. Like, that's awesome. Nicki Minaj is safe zone for mm. Nicki Minaj on this podcast. You've played a few games that have loot boxes in there too, right? Oh, yeah. The digitization of it is where it's come quite easy. So I guess back in the day, you might go buy your Pokemon cards. I mean, people still do. Mm. And yeah, you're getting a chance at like the really rare cards. But you also like, you played the game with them. And I think that physical transaction kind of slowed people down a bit. Nowadays, it's like you got your card attached to the game. Mm. And you can just spend all your money in your card just like that within mm. a second. It's pretty scary. I think uh, the game... A lot of game developers have preyed on it quite a bit. Um, FIFA in particular, I stopped playing years ago. It became a bit pay-to-win is Mm. quite a term that goes around in gaming. So the best players were locked behind either a ridiculously low chance out of these loot boxes or such high prices on the in-game market that you were having to invest serious money if you wanted to compete. The thing about those games is they reset every year. It's the same game, year after year, mm. but to get the most updated players or play on the online modes that all the competitive players are playing on, you got to buy, refresh, buy that game every year. And all those players and things you invested in, loot boxes, mm. you pulled a good card, good for you, it's only worthwhile for a year. And then that game's done, yeah. pretty much. That's crazy. And so you talk about uh, investing and you talk about maybe there's skins and stuff that can sell for a lot. In games like FIFA... You pull, you get lucky. You spend all that money. You get lucky, you pull a really good card. Mm. The card value diminishes after a year, com- mm. almost completely, to yeah. nothing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's that issue of it also, too, not being a tangible thing. Like, if that game decides to close its servers, mm. and you can no longer play that game, mm. any investment you've made is gone. Like, 10 yeah. years from now, that game being online only, you're not going to be able to play that game and have access to those things. Whereas Pokemon cards, at least you had, like, physical thing for life you know like yeah the loot it's it's super predatorial yeah it's uh it 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 is an issue it definitely targets young kids the way that certain currency operates like you know like some games you spend 20 new zealand dollars and you get like 1680 cod points or whatever like that Mm. like the currency translates really strangely and Mm. things like that a lot of these things are really predatorial but towards like young kids like roblox yeah as the roblox, roblox. spokesperson mm. of this podcast i love roblox it's like you can pay like seven dollars to get first choice of your character in total mm. drama island on on roblox <laughs> did i spend that money yes mm. <laughs> i really wanted to win total drama island on roblox and i did mm. well but- i mean our aunties and uncles are spending money on candy crush and things like that too so i mean you know we we i think we need to clearly de- define what gambling is, um, but I think we'd also love to hear what your thoughts are listening into the podcast. Um, what do you think of loot boxes and gambling within video games? Do you have a great idea on how they could end it or possibly um, put legislation into place? We'd love to hear what you have to say. We'd love to hear your opinions. Shoot us a message. One thing about me, I'd be Googling stuff. Mm. <laughs> I'd be Googling. I don't know. So I'd be Googling. Uh, but Google has just released the top trends of the year. You can actually look at Google Trends throughout the year on a little Google Trends thing, but it's kind of fun at the end of the year to be like, 
This is what we Googled. So uh, in New Zealand, uh, One News did a really good uh, rundown of it on their website. And then I went further and did some of my own research mm. to provide these search terms. Mm. And I want to share them with you today. I would love to hear them, maybe. Uh, the top trending searches for how to cook this year were, um, I'll start at number five. Number five, how to cook tofu. Huge. Fair. Mm-hmm. How to cook brown rice. That Shockingly, is, it's the same as, exactly. as white rice. No, but it, but it takes longer than white, eh? Yeah, and you have to, it's best to pre-soak it for a little okay. bit to soften it See? up so it's not as, because uh, it doesn't have a start. Whatever. Who needs Google? Sort of muddle knows. <laughs> also, I was going to say, get a rice cooker. Why not? Right. Mm, get a rice cooker. Do it at the second hand store that I four bucks. Go get one. Um, how to cook lamb chops. That yeah, feels I mean, quite specific, eh? Yeah, that is quite specific. I feel like, isn't that like a, shouldn't all New Zealanders know how to cook lamb? Do you know how to cook oh, lamb? No, I don't. Sorry. Okay, we need to scrub up on... I don't eat lamb, though. Your tipino would be disappointed that you don't know how to cook lamb. Oh, well, do we even have lambs <laughs> over here pre, pre-settled? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, were there lambs? Actually, or nah, did they yeah, get they, they down? Were, I'm pretty sure they were brought in. We, I don't think we had... Should we Google it? <laughs> hey, Google. When did lambs slash sheep get to New Zealand? 1773 and 1777. According to Wikipedia, sheep were introduced into New Zealand between 1773 and 1777 with... How to cook steak. Fair question. Fair yeah. question. Not I everyone knows how to cook a good steak. You know how to cook I a steak? I can cook a steak, actually. Yeah. Good on you, girl. Good Thank on you. you. And then number one, which I am truly shocked by, is how to cook pasta. Mm. Go! it is on the packet. Mm. It is on the packet. I am shamely a part of that those numbers of searching how to cook pasta do you um do you throw your pasta at the wall have you heard that yeah one? i've tried say... that but i've got annoying like tiled walls and then it get, if it lands on like the tile you know the bump in the mm. tile it's just gonna fall off it's gonna fall off yeah. yeah but i have i have looked it up even though i know it's on the packet my excuse is i'm blind so i can't read the packet unless it's right up on my face whereas with my phone you know i can zoom in do you want to know a life hack for how your chicken pasta's cooked Try eating it? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I just <laughs> eat it. That's the life hack. <laughs> uh, the top trending searches for notable New Zealanders. Mm. Uh, starting at number five, Di Henwood. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, number four, Lydia Ko, the Huge. golfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good at golf, eh? Like, she is good at golf. One thing about Lydia Ko. She's pretty good at pretty golf. Pretty good at golf. Number three, Liam Lawson. I don't know who that is. Neither do Neither. I. Hey, Google. <laughs> Who is Liam Lawson? According to Wikipedia, Liam Lawson is a New Zealander oh. motor racing driver. Oh, oh that's right. We talked about him. Oh, that's real bad that's of me. Bad. Sorry, Liam. Sorry, Liam. Uh, number two was Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Not yes, surprised about that, to be fair. Yeah. People be Googling him. I imagine people also Googled like how to spell it, because like I didn't know how to spell it. I thought it was because of New Zealand accents. I thought it was Ara, like A R, because of like New Zealand accents, where Ara Sanya. I thought it was an R for ages, and I was like confused. Anyway, number one, Ryan Fox. Is that the golfer? Hey Google, who is Ryan Fox? According to Wikipedia, Ryan Fox is a New Zealand professional golfer who Mm. plays on the. So he is a job. Well, I because I saw that he was top search, so I searched to see who it was. Oh, you're like, is that the golfer? (laughs) Oh, I think I. You already know. (laughs) One more before we go. Chuck us one more. 
Okay, the top five trending sports teams. Let's do it. This one has some shocking twists that no one could have seen coming. Number five, the Lakers. Oh, no, what did the Lakers get up to this year? I don't know because Alex Crusoe isn't on the team anymore, so I don't care what they do. Mm. Uh, number four is Inter Miami. Inter? Inter. Who is that? Is team. that David Beckham's sports team in Miami? I'm looking at Harry. I'm looking at Harry. He's giving me nothing. He's giving me nothing. He's a, it, it is line, oh, Messi's team. Oh, did he move to America? Mm. That's giving David Beckham. That's giving David Beckham. He's at least be original. Huh? Who's in it third? Sorry, third, Black Caps. And then the one and two spots, number two, All Blacks. Oh. Number one, the Warriors. Oh. Up the Waz. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. It has been a huge year for the Warriors. Yeah, man. They got their whole thing back. They yeah. got their whole vibes back. Yeah. Good for them. I'm very happy for the Warriors. It has been a good year for the Warriors. Shout out to the Warriors. Not man. as good a year for the All Blacks. I don't want to think about that anymore. Okay. I forgot about that, and now I've remembered. God. Now you have remembered. I hate it when we lose the World Cup. It's the most beautiful time of the year. Christmas. Is that how the song goes? I, I Just mean, hear those sleigh bells ringing in a pee, in a pee, in a pee, in a pee. So you're getting the tones right, but you're just not me like When the, the forest may ride together with you. Close. Yeah, I was nearly. I was doing a bit of an yeah. intro. I was yeah, doing a bit yeah, of a yeah, long yeah. song for us. You're welcome. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm gonna cut that right. <laughs> I'm a beautiful singer. Um, we're coming up to Christmas, as we know. It's that time of year. Mm. Um, it's Jesus's birthday. The stores are closed. One of our listeners said their birthday was also on Christmas. So yeah, uh, and then someone in the comments uh, said not to trauma dump in the comments. Maybe it was on December 26, and like. I feel bad now because actually, like, I don't have it that bad. And someone also commented, like, don't change your birthday. I hope my daughter doesn't see this. That's her birthday as well. I'm like, oh, maybe shouldn't have said that. But also, uh, kind of on you for having your kid that day. I don't know. Yeah, I don't right. know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know who's at blame here. But it's definitely, it could be me. Um, I was thinking about Christmas, though. Like, what do you eat on Christmas? People do different things, a lot of different traditions. And I just was thinking about the famed Christmas ham. Mm. I'm not sure about a Christmas ham. I have a few questions about oh, the Christmas wow. ham. One is, why do we do a big hunk of ham? Mm. What other time of the year are you going, let's just get a giant bit of ham? Number two, like, is it that yum? Like, we're just talking about lamb. I'd much rather have a lamb than a big ham. Sam, I am, you know? Green eggs, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, ham is really good. Okay. Um, if you know how to cook it, you know how to baste it, you know how to season it, that thing is amazing. However, I am kind of with you because I feel like the last couple of years, everyone's sort of like not enjoying the ham as much and actually been, when I because I usually do like a ham and then like some roast lamb as well because New Zealand Christmas, yeah, right? Yeah, lamb. Um, lamb is definitely the more popular option at Christmas. This year, we're not doing ham at all we're doing um crayfish Ooh. We're doing like christmas crayfish i'm like nice. doing all seafood i was like we just talked about it and we were like i don't want to do none of us want ham this year we were just like we didn't because last year too like we didn't eat much of it my only thing i like about christmas ham is slicing it up and saving it for some mean as toasted sandwiches best toasted sandwich you ever yeah. gonna have yeah i'm with you on that 100 yeah. percent. but is is it worth it to do this whole ass ham your big old hunk of ham mm. For what reason? And then you're like, well, at least I get a nice sandwich out of it. Mm. Like, I just feel kind of like, who came up with the ham? Mm. Whose idea was the ham? Because I don't really, I just don't get it. Like, 
There's just no other... Like, on your birthday, you're not like, oh, give me a ham. Like... Mm. Let me let me introduce you to to a, a, a very well known male sport and that is cooking. Ham. I'm gonna I'm gonna ham. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, ham, uh... ham ham is one of those things that men will brag about if they have the better ham to their other male friends. If they cook the better ham, they will brag to their male friends, Oh, your ham was kinda gross. So I we're have gonna the better we're... ham. We're limiting this to the circle of men who, who cook, though, because it's a, it's if we're talking about who owns cooking, mm. I mean, we've been shoved in that box for mm. hundreds of years, mm. you know, and now at this point, I've got to have some pride in it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, if men are going to be like, you belong in the kitchen, I'm going to be like, get out of it then. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You catch mm. my drift there. Mm. Um, I cook my family Christmas meal. There's only four of us. I'm doing a whole thing of lamb and a roast chicken. Mm. No one's going to eat it all, at all, but I am going to make it. But there's no ham. Mm. Who invented that? You don't want to Google it. I could actually. I could. Is it? We got. We got. <laughs> we got time for that. I'm just gonna do a quick goog. Hey Google, who decided that we should do Christmas ham specifically over other meats? These pictures should match. <laughs> Just pictures of It didn't quite work out. But, yeah, you know, I feel like we could opt for pig on a spit, um, seafood, uh, or lamb. Other great alternatives to a ham. Also, ham is getting very expensive. So. so are you yes or no on ham if you had to pick? Ham, yes, no. Yes, no, I'm no. doing seafood this year, so um, it's a no from me. No ham? I'm yeah. on no ham as well. Mm. Ham's a no from me, dog. So he is a ham. And friendship ended with ham. Yeah. Mm. Mm. By mm. ham. All right, that is about all the time we have for today's show. Um, do you have? Did you get up too much on the weekend? Because we had our Christmas party on Thursday. Yeah, Christmas party on Thursday, recovery on Friday. Uh. I didn't do anything on Friday. On Saturday, I went out with some friends. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was all good. We went to this like we went to this bar, and it sucked. Like it was, <laughs> it sucked. Like it, it was so hot in there. There was no aircon. Mm. There was like a bajillion people, and then someone dropped a glass and it, like shattered and it went all over my leg. And I was like, I'm going yeah. home. Yeah. I it's... was like, whoever wants to get in my Uber can come to mine. I'm going home. And mm. then some people just got in the Uber and we went to mine and played Roblox. That always works. <laughs> Shout out to Harry for making us do heaps of work on Friday from home while you and I were both super tired from the night before. I was fighting for my life. Yeah, it was I not. And Harry's like, look, we're gonna have this many meetings and we're gonna get this much done. And I was just like. Okay, dude. <laughs> One thing about me at the Christmas party, I'm going ham. Mm, yeah. Back to ham. I'm going ham. ham. It was mm. it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. But I, yeah. I smoke bombed as soon as I felt like the party had been going on. Yeah, I couldn't find long. you for ages. You'd been gone for ages. And yeah. I, I was like talking to someone. I was like, where's Saul Mono? Like, I want to tell him this joke. I just heard this crack up thing. And then she was like, he left like two hours ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I chose when to smoke bomb because I was just like, for me, like I don't hydrate, so I'm just like as soon as there's like a, as soon as I feel like there's a certain tipping point at the party, I I, I usually smoke bomb. So I, I I've made I saw my moment and I took it. I seized the opportunity, and I smoke bombed Good on and you. recovered all Friday, a bit of Saturday just because I was tired because it was a late night. No, I slept till twelve on Saturday. <laughs> oh shit! I never do that. <laughs> like I wake up because mm. like we get up early. Like I just wake up. I just didn't. Mm. It was great. Yeah, it's always nice. It to was get sleep, awesome. Though. I loved it. I went to um, Reds. Queen, just a queen. I've never been to the Hollywood in Avondale. Oh, really? I've never actually been there. As I a love venue. that venue. That place is great. Yeah. I, I want to go see more shows there. Like, it is really only thing is parking, but like, that's not the end of the world. Let's get dropped off. Kind um, of thing. it's it's a really nice venue, and um, yeah, fucking Radnor. Um, 
so good. Yeah. I mean, I don't really even know. Just like the Queen, right? You know, For a reason. People start singing, and you're like, "How do you do that? Yeah. How do you sound like mm. that? She did an hour and a half set. Wow, awesome though. Yeah. Oh, I was like very much like uh, like an hour and a half set is gangs. That is a long set. Like really, like if you wanted to get into the money of it, you got your money's worth. If you were a fan, you got your fans worth. She like, man, it was beautiful. She was like picking up like heaps of people were like um FaceTiming their friends and like holding the phone up to her while she was singing. She like picked the phone up. Hi. And then I she did I would it. go off though. You yeah. call your friend and then a rad nose there, but like, mm. oh my god, a rad nose. But then people started throwing their phones up on stage. They went a little... People go a little crazy for rads, which is, like, appropriate, I understand. But I'm also like, hey, do you know she's a person? (laughs) Yeah, don't chuck shit at people (laughs) perform. I don't understand why that's become this thing, eh? Like, for, like, the last year, I've heard heaps of stories of people just chucking stuff up on stage. Yeah, like, people... I mean, they weren't weren't throwing it at her, but they were, like, throwing their phones onto the floor in front of her, and it was just kind of like... Uh, let her do this. Let her, yeah, how yeah. can you not like? <laughs> so I came here to see a redness thing. I didn't come here to watch her pick up your phone and take selfies. Yeah, like cool yeah. moment, but like if she does it once, it's like cool. But she did it the one time, and then like everybody else felt like, oh, she's gonna do it for me too. And I was just like, oh, this is. Ugh. But hey, man, Reds, she killed it. The band killed it. Um, Ivan, Emily, um, yeah, it was Chip, Tom. It was crazy. It was such a good show. Shout yes. out to Reds and the band. It was it was great. I, I I could honestly I could go for another set. I'd be keen to watch her again. Yeah, She's got the album dropping next Redner. year, so yeah. I'll never get tired of listening to Reds sing yeah. ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. Yeah. That is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning on in. We'll be back on Thursday, our last show of the year. Last show of the year. Also Evie's birthday. Also my birthday. Probably should have led with that. That's all right. I've talked about my birthday quite a lot. I think I've done what I need to do now. Mm. I've I've set, I've planted the seeds. Mm. Now I must watch them grow. Mm. There's nothing I can do now. I better get some birthday wishes, I swear to God. Swear to We will see you then. Until we see you then, we say, it's all fast, we four, and... Car case. <laughs>